and a year full of many of them, what was the most memorable moment for IU sports in 2022? You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, guys? Welcome into another episode of Locked on Hoosiers, your one and only daily one-stop shop for everything IU Athletics. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Rude. want to thank you guys for making us your first listen every single day, especially on this Wednesday, where we are going to be talking about the most memorable moments for IU sports in 2022. There's a lot of them. I tried to encompass everything. I did some brainstorming for a while. I polled some friends, asked them what their memorable moments were. I certainly have probably missed some. I don't think I missed any of the big ones. If I did, let me know in a review, in the comments, in uh, wherever you guys listen to us at on Twitter. Let me know what your most memorable moment was of 2022. I tried to find all of them. Let's see if uh, we agree what our lists look like. Let's start with some honorable mentions. I did the top 10. Uh, the ranking isn't like a hard ranking. I, it, I didn't put a lot of thought into that, but here's the top 10 before we do that. Some honorable mentions trace is triple double. That was, a, I mean, I know it just happened, but that was a very cool moment to do anything for just the third time in program history. When it's as esteemed of a program as IU basketball is. That, that means something. So it was really cool to see that. It was cool to see the moment, the fans realize it, the team realize it, and everybody celebrate accordingly. <laughs> this is the only singular play I put in here. Jor- Jordan Geronimo's bounced putback shot. I, I didn't even really know how to, s- to describe it. Against Maryland where he basically volleyball smacks it into the ground and gets the putback off a missed free throw. I was looking through some old some games at the end of, of last season. I was looking for Xavier Johnson's dunk when I remembered that play happened. What a what a wild play. What a fun play. Uh, that's on the list because I, I earnestly have never seen that in high school, college, pros, little league, rec league, YMCA, whatever. I've never seen a play like that before. Malik Renew's commitment. This is the only recruit commitment I have on the list, but this was a, this was a big one, a five-star recruit or four-star, depending on how you look at it, a top 30 recruit coming to Indiana late in the cycle as he did. We've seen the impact he can make. It's always fun to, to celebrate whenever you land a, a, a recruit and Malik Renew was that. And Those are always fun days. It was one of the biggest days in terms of traffic in Locked On Hoosier history. You guys seem to love that moment. I love that moment. It was one of the most memorable top ones of 2022. Let's jump into this list. Number 10, Micah McFadden being drafted slash basically being a day one starter for the New York Giants. We haven't talked a lot about him. Admittedly, I don't follow NFL a lot. Maybe once the season comes to a conclusion, we can talk to Locked On Giants about his season get an update there. I know Peyton Hendershot is is kind of making a name for himself with the Cowboys as well. So we might reach out to them and, and 
see a little bit about what his uh, season has been like once their their year is done. But two guys who meant a lot to IU in the program in recent seasons, definitely Micah, to see them excel at the next level. Specifically Micah, who was is obviously this big underdog, unheralded type of player who, before training camp even started, was, or excuse me, before training camp even ended, before the season started, was the number one guy. So to see a team place trust in him like that was was fun to see, was awesome to see. It's been an up and down year a bit for him, but he he still is making an impact and playing as a starting linebacker in the NFL, which is that again, no small feat. Has a sack, a forced fumble, forty seven tackles on the season. Uh it's awesome. I love it. Number nine, just Kyle Schwarber's postseason. Uh that man was hitting home runs left, right, and center. And it was an absolute joy to watch. Someone who, listen, as a Reds fan, it hurt to root for him when he was on the Cubs. I am very glad that he has done this barnstorming tour around the league since to where it is much, much easier to root for him. Landing in Philly, that was a neutral place. You, I can root for the Phillies. Seeing him just go ballistic in the postseason was incredible hitting six homers between the NLCS and the world series combined. Uh, he was an absolute animal for the Phillies hit 400 in the NLCS, uh, dipped off a little bit in the world series, still slugged 700 with a 423 on base percentage. Like he was unbelievable in the postseason. seeing your nightly Kyle Schwarber bomb was, as enjoyable as it comes. Hopefully he continues to land in places where it's just fun to root for him. Let him play in every MLB team and just hit homers as far as he can until his career is done. Number eight, another recent one, women's basketball running UNC off the court. There's going to be a a handful of women's basketball moments on here, obviously with a team as good as it is. Their most recent one, just trouncing UNC in a game without Grace Berger, where there were so many questions against a top, top team, that was as big of a statement win as either program has had. Honestly, might deserve to be rated even a little bit higher as I kind of think about it and am talking it out. It was such a big performance and a big win, led by a number of different players. Sydney Parrish having a career night that night. Uh, Mackenzie Holmes doing what she always does, seeing those two take the reins and you felt better about IU women's basketball after that game. There were some uncertainties of how they would handle the loss of Grace Berger. There were no uncertainties after that game. That was a beatdown against a, a UNC team that is still good. Uh, the, the Hoosiers really put their foot down and made a statement UNC's only two losses are to IU and Michigan, which says a lot about the Big Ten. But shout out to the Hoosiers for that win on a national stage. Just, again, it's really hard to overstate. Number six, North Carolina, they beat by 24 points. Really, really said a lot about where Indiana stood as a basketball program. Number seven, IU football beating Michigan State. I'm never going to be able to explain this game. 
They're, we're going to look back in years and just marvel at what in the world this was. Completely derailed Michigan season, Michigan State season. They looked set for a bowl game. Even late in the third quarter, they looked set for a bowl game. And IU just with a completely inexplicable win. Look, we are months removed, or a little more than a month maybe, removed from this game. And I'm still struggling how to explain it. That IU had 31 passing yards in the game. They ran for 295 yards. They were outclassed in every way. And yet, they somehow come away with a victory. It it took some a lot of the pressure off Tom Allen. It changed a little bit how you felt at the end of the season. Unfortunately, I hope it is not kind of the one big hurrah for Dexter Williams. I hope he's able to do more. But in that moment, it, it was a as fun as IU football has been this season. They obviously did it in a very IU way with just nonsense down the stretch. But to come away with that win, it was it was a memorable moment. It was a fun moment in a, a football season full of zero of them except for that there was a, the western kentucky game was fun i'll give them two uh there were like two fun moments in this season outside of that there wasn't a lot so shout out to dexter williams sean shivers josh anderson all those guys for, for putting together a, a really fun game in east lansing let's talk about uh let's move into the top five actually before we do that BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. Whether it's pro football, whether it's college football in the bowl season, whether it's basketball, whether it's soccer, as the leagues begin to to start once again. We've got it all at BetOnline.net. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Thanks to you guys for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen every single day. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports Today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, wherever you guys get podcasts at. Let's dive in to number six, just outside the top five. Another... Kind of moment wrapped into one. I wrote it as women's basketball celebrating after making the Sweet 16. It was really just kind of that game, that moment, that atmosphere, and then the celebration afterwards. IU beats Princeton 56-55. It was not a pretty game. It was survive in advance, absolutely, at that point. The Hoosiers got the job done in Assembly Hall in front of a big crowd, and to see them just embrace that moment with a, 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 I want to say almost kind of generation of IU basketball with Ali Patberg and Alexa Goulblay and Nicole Cardano Hillary, just a group paired with Grace and McKenzie that, that meant so much to IU basketball for them to get that last hurrah, that send off McKenzie Holmes running into the stands to celebrate all of that. Are, are kind of moments etched in my mind that are probably always going to be etched in my mind when it comes to this women's basketball program, especially when it comes to 
this last season and looking at the memorable moments. It, it was a lot of fun to just bask in that moment. It was, I, I'm glad that team, that group of girls, women got that moment and were able to celebrate accordingly because they changed the trajectory of IU women's basketball and they deserve to be celebrated. And, and they got that at home on that day. Number five, men's soccer making their title run to, or their run to the NCAA title. This was not, this was not the best IU men's soccer team that there has been in recent seasons. Coach Yeagley has had better teams that have and haven't won uh, national titles. But this was a team that peaked at the right time. They got some things sorted out. And the end result was a run to the national title game that nearly culminated in that ninth title for the program. We know the frustration of how it ended, adding to just the gut punches IU men's soccer has had in the tournament in recent years. But to get there was a series of really, really fun wins. Beating St. Louis, number 20 St. Louis, in the first game uh, on a Ryan Wittenbrink goal kind of late in the second half. Beating Marshall, getting that revenge was sweet. It was a 1-0 game. Right out of halftime, it was a game that felt a lot more than 1-0. Beating UNC Greensboro on the road in a game, again, you really dominated uh, with a couple of goals, especially that Goombale goal that are going to stand up against any goal IU scored this season. Sam Sarver getting the other one. And then to go into the College Cup to really control the game against Pittsburgh, get that win, and head into the the national title game firing on all cylinders and look for most of that second half IU was a team in control a lot of that extra time IU was a team in control ultimately it didn't pan out the way that the Hoosiers wanted but the run to get there was really memorable shows exactly what happens when you get a team to peak at the right time and what they are capable of Number four, we haven't mentioned the men's basketball team yet. We're going to mention them a lot in this this top four. We're going to start with the win against Wyoming. Uh, You can kind of wrap this up into getting into the tournament, but there was this kind of idea that, well, you're in the the play-in game or first four game, whatever you want to call it. You're not really in the tournament. IU and Trace Jackson Davis specifically and Jordan Geronimo specifically made sure that IU was in the tournament. There was no asterisk to this one. Trace with 29 points and nine rebounds. Jordan Geronimo with 15 points and seven rebounds. Nobody else really did anything for Indiana. It did not matter. This team did enough to earn the victory. I wouldn't say in convincing fashion, but they controlled the game and sent Indiana into the tournament. It wasn't pretty once they got there, but it was pretty on that night in that that gym, in that moment, to, to pick up that win. It's always fun playing in the tournament. Hopefully, knock on wood, barring something disastrous, 
IU will be back there this year, but this is a team or, or a program that hasn't had a lot of those moments in recent years, in the post-Tom Crean years. To have one of those this year was, was really fun. Like I said, the top three, there are they're all basketball, men's and women's. Think real quick what your top three would be this season. We'll see if they match right after this break. Let's start with number three. It's kind of a general moment, but it is the Big Ten tournament for men's basketball. At first, I wrote the Michigan game because that was the big comeback where everything felt dead. The season felt over. The I was starting to write the eulogy. I was ready to podcast about what next. And IU improbably goes on an insane run to seal to steal a win and a game that they had to win to make the tournament ultimately they get that victory i originally had that i thought that was that was a, a moment it was really the two days back to back the three days back to back for being honest because then you go up against top seeded illinois and you knock them off you take them out of the tournament a team and a player in Kofi Coburn that you struggled against so much at times during the regular seasons of years past. Trace asserted himself. IU asserted itself. You rip off back-to-back wins that got you into the tournament. And honestly, (laughs) ironically, the best start Indiana's had in about any game in the last uh, nine months was against Iowa where they rocketed out of the gate and were running Iowa off the court. And it's a game they ultimately lose because Keegan Murray caught fire from three and Jordan Bohannon threw in one of the most absurd shots I can remember. Uh, it was annoying to see that go in. If not for that, we could be talking about IU in a, a big 10 title game. Ultimately though, It's the best run Indiana's had in the Big Ten tournament, bar none, objectively, no questions. The bar is on the floor. So to get two wins in the tournament alone was the best run Indiana's had. The way they did it, who they came against, that was those three days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then selection Sunday, and then heading into that next week, that Wyoming game, like that week in time, was as fun as Indiana basketball has been since Yogi Ferrell's been on the team. Like it was a, just a joy to watch IU basketball again. And again, like I said, joy is not a word I would use to describe the, the Archie Miller era. Number two, women's basketball team making the big 10 title game. Similarly, IU women's basketball had a, Really fun run in the the Big Ten tournament. Starts off with a win against Rutgers. And then the big one against Maryland that pretty much sealed them hosting a regional in the NCAA tournament, which was one of the big goals for this team. But they still had goals of winning a Big Ten title. To do that, they were going to have to upset the top-seeded Ohio State Buckeyes For the third day in a row, after beating Rutgers on Thursday, they come back on Friday, beat Maryland, come back on Saturday, 
and beat Ohio State in a game they really controlled. We were in attendance, if you guys weren't following us back then. And I I have to say that moment when the win was sealed, you knew IU was going to a Big Ten title game. You knew this team was riding high. The atmosphere there, the fans really embraced the moment again, similar to what would happen in the NCAA tournament a couple weeks later when Assembly Hall embraced the moment. The Terry chants were out. The fans really celebrated this team like they deserved to be celebrated. And Terry Morin kind of grabbed her girls around and made sure that they were aware of what this moment meant after the game because it was a special one. And, and it was as great of a run as the Hoosiers again have had in the big 10 tournament. They come up against an Iowa for their fourth game in fourth days. They look like a team, especially late on that ran out of gas. Monica Sinano was incredible. IU didn't really have a lot of answers for her by the time the fourth quarter came around. They could not stop her. They could not get scores. But still, those four days, especially that Ohio State game, you upset the top seed. You head into the Big Ten tournament championship game. That moment was a really special one. I have the video on my phone still of kind of the the final seconds, the the buzzer going off, the celebrations. It was memorable. It was fun. It was a, it was a joy to see. Number one, I'm assuming we have the same number one for you guys that have been keeping along. But I would I wouldn't blame you if you forgot about this because it happened in January. But it has stood up. It is going to stand up for a long, long time. Indiana sixty eight. Purdue 65 Rob Finnessy leading the Hoosiers to a victory in the most improbable of ways. He takes Indiana from out of nowhere to a victory over Purdue in a game that Trace Jackson Davis basically did not play because of foul trouble. It was Rob Finnessy who stepped up in a number of ways. This was a team effort. Xavier Johnson was fantastic. Uh, I mean, it was Michael Durr's best game for whatever it's worth. He he ended up leaving, and it was a short-lived career in Indiana, but he was just as important in that game as anybody was, and he helped kind of slow down Zach Eady and – keep him in check and Travion Williams to that point. So it was, it, it more than just the game, just the moment, the shot uh, of Rob from Rob fantasy to put IU up effectively the game winning shot. It was, it was that singular moment was, is it kind of an all time moment for me, for IU basketball, not the number one, I don't even know if it's probably somewhere in the top 10, but to beat Purdue, who was ranked number four at the time, really, really make your statement that IU is back under Mike Woodson. Everything about that was awesome. If I'm being honest, I'm probably going to go watch highlights from that game again after this podcast is done. 
I don't blame you if you want to hit pause and go watch them. As long as you promise to come back and and finish this podcast. But just a memorable moment. To me, the runaway winner for number one moment in 2022. But like I said, I want to hear what your guys' list look like. Leave a review with your top three, top five moments for 2022. I'll read them back. We'll, we can make this a conversation on tomorrow's episode. Write it in the YouTube comments right, or tweet at us, whatever it is. Let's hear some of your favorite moments for 2022. Thanks again, guys, for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every single day. We will be back with you tomorrow to preview women's basketball. They go up against Michigan State uh, tomorrow as they do not have the lengthy break the men's team does. So we'll preview that game, get you all set for women's basketball and where things stand in regards to that. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. As always, guys, you can follow us on Twitter, subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating and review. Thank you for tuning in. Hope everybody has a terrific Wednesday. And most importantly, Elio.